Hello and welcome to this edition of the Oregon Wine History Archive podcast. The Oregon Wine History Archive is located at Linfield University in McMinnville, Oregon, and is dedicated to preserving and sharing the Oregon wine story. This podcast will share these stories through oral history interviews that we've conducted throughout the industry. Please enjoy these stories. All right, my name is Rich Schmidt. I'm here with Guillaume Larche. We're at Resonance Wines in Carlton. It's August 20th, 2020. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate this. Uh, first question for you is why wine? <laughs> so uh, at first, thank you for, for being with us uh, this afternoon. Uh, and, and thank you for your, beauty, your beautiful pronunciation for my, my first name. I appreciate it. You know? So uh, um, why wine? Uh, it's a good question, but that would be a long response, you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, this is because this is a passion for me, uh, not from my birth, but uh, from uh, from a long time. You know, uh, I had the chance to grow up uh, in Burgundy, uh, you know, where my uh, my family owns uh, a small vineyard, a very small vineyard in Puy-Fuissé area, so Maconnais. The south of Burgundy, you know, um, and uh, and voila, I um, I discover the wine, you know, all the the business around the wine uh, with my grandfather, uh, who owns the, the vineyard, and uh, he had an amazing cellar, you know, and uh, I remember, you know, uh, uh, when it was a moment to have a. Uh, a dinner with the family or a lunch. He, he asked me to come to help, you know, to take some bottle. And that was the first connection with, with the wine. And of course, the moment of the harvest, you know, uh, maybe m- a little bit more in Burgundy. It's, it's a little bit a tradition, you know, to, to harvest the weekend with your family, you know, to pick the grapes together. And but that was for me the memory of a good moment, you know, mm-hmm. a moment that you share with your family, with your cousins, with a, um, voila, and, um, and uh, I didn't plan to work uh, in the wine industry, to be very honest with you. Uh, my parents didn't work in the wine industry, um, but, but, uh, voila, this is the hazard, you know, uh, I had to, to change uh, my, uh, my professional, uh, uh, what way? Mm-hmm. Uh, I started to um, to study law, public law. I have a great passion for history, and that was my first study. You know, uh, to to um, but to make a career uh, using my passion to uh, to work. But if you have a passion for history, you know you don't have a lot of option to to work. Alors I decided to uh, to make a career in the French army. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started a, a school of officer, and unfortunately, you know, uh, uh, today fortunately, but but uh, at this time uh, I was a little bit embarrassed by that. But I had some issue with my eyes, uh, and that didn't. Uh, allow me to, to continue in, in this way. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop. I had to stop uh, after, um, after a graduation in law. I had to stop and I worked during one year uh, with my cousin in the vineyard and in the cellar. And for me, that was really a revelation, something that I didn't imagine, that it was so complex, you know, that it was so meticulous finally to produce grapes and, and to make wine. Uh, and so I decided that to turn this passion for the wine 
uh, into my job. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so I started studies in uh, viticulture and analogy with uh, different uh, graduation, but uh, I obtained, uh, I was graduated um, with a, a master degree in analogy, so the Diplôme National uh, d'Analogue, National Diploma of Analogist at the University of Dijon, the Institut Jules Guyot. Um, and during this, uh, this time, you know, I, uh, I visited a lot of cellar, I visited a lot of, uh, of uh, winery, uh, and I discovered the Maison de Négoce, the Négociant, mm -hmm. in Burgundy, in Beaune. Uh, this is the capital of the Négociant, Beaune. Um, and this is something that, that uh, makes sense for me. This, uh, this connection between the past, the tradition, so important in Burgundy, you know, uh, with the old building, you know, with the, the not ancestral, but old method, you know, exactly the same than uh, 100 years ago, uh, working with the barrels, uh, voila, and, um, and at the same time, uh, voila, all these, uh, uh, these uh, connection with, uh, uh, with the terroir, uh, so, uh, so rich in Burgundy, you know, uh, um, the, oh, to understand that if you have a vineyard here, you produce a wine that is not exactly the same than the vineyard that is just at few uh, meters, few, uh, few uh, feet. So, uh, voilà, that was something very attractive for me. And uh, uh, I had the opportunity, you know, to, uh, to work uh, with different negotiations. And in 2011, I joined the Maison Louis Jadot. Uh, in Bone uh, as um, assistant, position of assistant of the technical director. So uh, my position was to be the, a little bit the, the seller master of, uh, of the, uh, the, the seller in Bone. A little bit the same, uh, the same shape, but a little bit bigger. <laughs> voilà, in Burgundy, but that, what, that was really for me. Uh, uh, what I was expected. So, um, and, um, but voilà, year after year, I, I grew up with, uh, with Jadot. I learned a lot uh, with the Maison Louis Jadot, you know. Uh, Louis Jadot, hein, uh, uh, founded in 1859, uh, with uh, only Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, only in Burgundy. Uh, so, pff, why? So, uh, It's a great story, you know, uh, voilà, an history too, uh, with the Maison Jadot. Mm -hmm. Et puis, uh, bah, today, Jadot uh, able to sell the wine in the world, uh, especially in the USA, you know, uh, partnership with, uh, with Co-Brand, that is so strong, you know, Co-Brand, so this is an importer, historic mm -hmm. importer of Jadot in the USA from uh, uh, 1945, you know, uh, and uh, in the 80s, the family who own, uh, who owns Coburn decided to purchase Jadot. And so that was, bah voilà, the, the really the, the, the connection with the USA uh, for Jadot was, was something uh, very, very important and still very important. So, uh, uh, voilà, really a great maison with a great philosophy because it's, it's not just, uh, of course, Jadot uh, today is, is successful and uh, And this is the expression of Burgundy, of, of what is uh, the terroir in Burgundy. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a good philosophy, the, the respect of the terroir, of the, of the, uh, the, the, the wishness of the terroir uh, in Burgundy. You know, uh, uh, about 150 wines, different wines per vintage, 
from regional appellation to Grand Cru with the same attention to the details. Um, so this is, uh, this is not unique, but um, you need to, uh, voilà, to, um, to be very precise with your work, uh, to be able to make a big blend like uh, Macon Village, Beaujolais Village, or Pouilly Fuissé, uh, as well as you are able to produce one barrel of a Grand Cru. So uh, that, that was for me a, a great, great experience. Mm. Et puis, um, in uh, 2016, uh, Pierre-Henri Gaget and, and Thibaut Gaget, his son, uh, so Pierre-Henri Gaget, the, the CEO of Jadot, Uh, and his son Thibaut, who is the manager of Resonance and, um, and uh, voilà, the, what, the, the future uh, mm -hmm. Mr. <laughs> Jadot, uh, eh bien, they, they proposed me uh, to move with my family here in the Willamette Valley uh, to, uh, bah, to follow up the project of, uh, of Resonance, to be on site, to be, uh, if you want, the local winemaker. Uh, to follow the construction, to follow the plantation, et voilà. And we moved in 2017, and, and now we are, we are here, uh, and I am working at Resonance, and uh, voilà, uh, I, am, I am very, very happy, so uh, <laughs> this is great. So, um, Resonance, you know, if, uh, of, of course, if, if you have some questions, don't hesitate to To, keep, uh, just keep going. Parce que you put the, uh, you put the, the penny là, no, so I will not stop. So, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, resonance. So, uh, it's very important because uh, this is the first time that Jadot is making wine outside of Burgundy. The first time, as I told you, from 1859, uh, the foundation of Jadot. And you know what is very interesting? The same year, it was the foundation of the state of Oregon. So if that was not a sign, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so Jadot decided to, uh, to develop a project outside of Burgundy. So uh, we did that in 2013. But Pierre-Henri Gaget and Jacques Lardière, so Jacques Lardière was the head winemaker of Jadot uh, from 1971. 42 vintages as winemaker at Jadot Jacques. So imagine, the, imagine the, the, the knowledge of Jacques about, uh, about Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Uh, Jacques started to work with Mr. André Gaget, the father of Pierre-Henri Gaget. Uh, mm. Now he's working with uh, Pierre-Henri and, and Thibault. So mm. voilà, this is the link, uh, the, the memory of Jadot Jacques, uh, really. And, um, and Jacques so, uh, was uh, officially retired of his position of head winemaker at Jado at the end of 2012. Mm. And uh, bah for, uh, for us, for, uh, for Jado, uh, uh, that was the perfect opportunity to start the project. Because at this moment, we had the team, we had one guy uh, available bah voilà, to, uh, uh, to, uh, to start the adventure outside of Burgundy. So Jacques, available, more available than uh, than when he was a winemaker at Jadot, but moved, moved, traveled, you know, uh, of course, uh, before he traveled to, to promote Jadot, and, and he had already some good ideas, like Pierre-Henri, like Thibault, where are the best mm -hmm. uh, regions, you know, for Pinot Noir, of course. Uh, but Jacques had the opportunity in spring 2013, voilà, to travel and to spend time in the Willamette Valley. Mm -hmm. Et puis, ben, 
visiting the vineyard, uh, Thibaut Gaget joined him, and they had a visit at Resonance Vineyard. Uh, they met the owner, Kevin Chambers, at this time. Uh, Kevin was, uh, is still, uh, but at Resonance Vineyard, he was a farmer, a grower. He was not a winemaker. So no facilities, no winery, just a beautiful vineyard, mm -hmm. 20 acres, about 20 acres on a property of 32 acres. 20 acres planted from 1981, uh, only Pinot Noir, uh, ungrafted, non-rooted Pinot Noir. So, uh, yeah, good, uh, good vineyard, you know, to, to, to start the project. And Jack, visiting the vineyard with Thibault, uh, had the feeling that there is something special at Resonance Vineyard, like uh, an energy, you know, something that you can, uh, you can feel. Uh, and, uh, bon, bah voilà, that was, uh, that was the beginning of, uh, of uh, the project, finally. Uh, the roots of the project. Uh, Pierre-Henri uh, came uh, to, to visit, to, and, and, and they say, okay, let's do that, uh, let's try to, to, to make wine with the grapes of uh, this beautiful vineyard uh, that we did uh, with the 2013 vintage. So, uh, Uh, we, we, we signed the agreement a few weeks before the harvest, and uh, voilà. And this is uh, the very first page of, uh, of uh, the story of resonance. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But the experience of Jacques, and of course uh, the team of Jadot, was, uh, was really important to start this project. Mm -hmm. Because uh, without that, bon, ben voilà, this is not exactly the same uh, timing, the same uh, uh, approach. Uh, with the idea here in the Willamette Valley to learn. Mm. Uh, not to come to say, okay, we will do exactly the same than in Burgundy, but no, to, uh, to use the experience of the Maison Jadot, about Pinot Noir, about Chardonnay, not to try to make a Burgundian wine, but, but uh, to reveal and realize uh, the complexities, uh, the potential of the terroir, of the somewhereness here in the, in the Willamette Valley, and especially here where we are in Carlton. In, in Yami Carlton Navy. Voilà. That's a lot. Anyway. I'm going to back up for a second. I'm curious about your education. Tell me about learning wine uh, formally uh, and what you, what, what you, when you got into actually doing wine for a living, what was different about it from your formal education? What did you still have to learn? Well, well of course. Um, well, so as I told you, um, my, my first uh, approach about the wine Uh, was not especially to make wine, was not to test the wine. I have a great passion for the wine region, you know, all the grape varieties, the complexity of the wine, of course, the, the beautiful wine. Um, and I think I am, I am curious. So, uh, bon, bah, with the time, voilà, I discovered the wine region, I learned, uh, I started to, to, to make a collection of bottles too. And, uh, and uh, bah, voilà, when I had the opportunity finally to, because for me that was an opportunity to, uh, to change, to change my career. Uh, and, and with uh, the years that I spent uh, in the family vineyard, you know, um, to, to learn more, uh, voilà, that, that was for me the moment to learn more. Oh, we can make wine. Oh, we, we, can, uh, we can reveal uh, the complexity of one place, one location. Uh, mixing, you know, the, the, the tradition, and puis at the same time, about all the, the knowledge that we, you can have uh, to, 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 uh, to, to have the best expression of, of, the, of the grape. So, um, 
really the, the national diploma of phonologist is a, is a great um, uh, we say formation is a great uh, uh, training, a great diploma because you 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 learn about wine, but you learn about making wine and about all the complexity you know of the wine, the, mm. uh, the chemical part of the wine. This is so important, you know, the yeast, the bacteria, all, all the what is still a little bit magic for us, you know. Mm. And uh, but voila, you try to to bring an explanation to that, uh, but the, you know. Uh, about the, the regulation, to uh, because you today you can't make wine uh, like that, you know, especially in Burgundy, you know, the appellation is so important. So, uh, uh, voilà, no, no, that was something complex, and of course, of course, continue to test, you know, all the all the. Uh, the, the, the complexity of the testing, you know, uh, uh, it's not just some words. This is uh, this is more the memory, you know, uh, something. Like that. Voilà. So that was really something uh, something with. Alors about the, about the, uh, I can explain about the knowledge. Mm -hmm. That was perfect. About the practice, about the experience, you know, uh, and I think it's a little bit the same in the in the USA. But uh, when you leave the school, when you leave the university, bon, bah, you have to learn a little bit more. So this is really what I wanted to do to to uh, to work, uh, to work more, uh, uh, but to, uh, to 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 use my knowledge uh, to make wine because uh, you know you don't make wine with a book. Hein? It's not a recipe. So uh, uh, so voilà and. Um, uh, I worked in different uh, cellars uh, to 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 uh, oui, to forge my experience mm -hmm. to develop uh, uh, to develop that and uh, especially at the Chateau de Vinzel in Maconnet uh, uh, that was a great experience and puis uh, and then the Maison Jadot yeah, clearly so uh, uh, every year you know I am still learning so this is very very interesting because uh, uh, the vintage is really the revelation of, of something. Of, uh, we say uh, the vintage is uh, the, the truth of the location, but this is true. Every vintage is different. Uh, in Burgundy, but here, this is exactly the same. So uh, sometimes you think that, ah, voilà, you have something beautiful, ready to pick, and hop, you have a big cloud, and, and during a few days you have, uh, you have rain, and uh, you change your plan because finally this is not exactly what you, you expected. This is what happened a little bit last year here. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But this is like that, and this is what is interesting, you know, because uh, um, sometimes you, know, you have to take a decision. Uh, that can make a big difference, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, I like this part, a little bit, this challenge, you know, that every year you, uh, it, it's a lot of stress, it's a lot of, uh, uh, of part of, uh, voilà, things that you can't control until the, the moment of the grapes are here at the winery, but this is exciting, finally. So, uh. Et puis, ben, today, because I am here, I realize the idea to learn uh, to learn about the, the, the terroir, the somewhereness here in the Willamette Valley, different from Burgundy. So uh, not so sure that we will uh, we'll do the same, you know, than in Burgundy. Huh? Maybe after a few years we said, yeah, finally this is better to have this approach mm -hmm. than than what we are doing currently. Bon, even if we think that uh, working with Pinot Noir or Chardonnay, but voilà, we have. Uh, uh, we have a little bit some uh, 
some good ideas, some precise ideas of what, what we have to do, but uh, this is interesting, you know, this is very interesting. Voilà. Talked about your your work in in France. I'm I'm curious. Um, working in a French winery vineyard versus working in, in Oregon. What are the what what is similar, and what are the biggest differences working in Oregon? Um, in terms of the, the the cellar, the winery itself, for me, yes, it's different because. Uh, bon. Where I work uh, at Jado, you know, that was uh, that was really bigger, mm -hmm. but by the size. Uh, but finally, the organization of the work, uh, that was a little bit the same. Uh, just the difference that we had more, uh, uh, the team was bigger, uh, clearly, and we work with more uh, appellation, but same grape varieties, you know, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Uh, so, bon, it's a little bit, uh, not so different, finally. Mm -hmm. Here, what was interesting, c'est, uh, we started with nothing. As I told you, the, the winery was not here. So uh, in 2015, we had the opportunity to purchase a, a beautiful property near to Resonance Vineyard, you know, about 300 acres without vineyard. So uh, a big, big potential to develop. So that was really uh, uh, something that, uh, that was exciting, you know, to start with, uh, with nothing to plan and to build. Mm -hmm. So we had to build this winery. And um, when you work as winemaker, it's not so common, you know, to have to work your winery. So this is something that you prepare, that you have to think, and you change, you, 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 you update your uh, drawing, you know. <laughs> and then when it's done, you say, ah, mince, uh, maybe we had to do that. Or, but, but it's okay. This is, uh, this is good. So here we, we decided to, because it's smaller, Ah, uh, uh, we decided to, to use a little bit the location, the profile of the location to be the winery. So thinking about gravity, mm -hmm. you know, um, that, was, that was something important uh, that we do at Jado too, uh, between the, the tanks and the cellar. So voilà, same schema, same, uh, same approach about the quality uh, uh, of the work, you know. Uh, et puis, bien, thinking about the future, because today, bon, we have a certain production, but uh, the project of resonance, bah, it's to go up, not too quickly, but to go up. And so, voilà, maybe to build something enough big uh, for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Bon, of course, we don't know. We don't know what will be the... Uh, I hope the success of resonance uh, uh, in the future, but uh, that would be a good problem if one day we have to put the wall, but, but make sure we don't build something too small immediately. So, uh, mm -hmm. voilà, uh, that was interesting. Mm -hmm. that, was, uh, that was really a great experience. And to choose your equipment, uh, the same, you know, uh, we know uh, what is working very well at Jado, so the idea to to choose a little bit the same, the tanks, for example, that we have, the horizontal tanks, mm -hmm. uh, the same than we have at Jado, the vertical with the pneumatic punch down, the press, and of course the barrel, uh, so important for us. Alors the barrel, uh, even if we have beautiful oak trees here in the Willamette Valley, unfortunately we can't use uh, these uh, species of oak because they are too, too uh, uh, what to to uh, uh, where the, the flavors are, are really too intense for the oh, wine and uh, for the delicateness of Pinot Noir, you know. So uh, but we work with uh, French oak and uh, we work with Cadus, 
hein, Caduce is uh, the, the coup wedge uh, that Jadot decided to, uh, to, to create uh, with a partnership, you know, with a, with a partnership with a, a wood supplier, the, le merandier of Jadot. They started in 1996, the project of Caduce. Uh, without the idea to make a, a big business in the wood, in the barrel industry, but, but to have the opportunity to, uh, to select, you know, the, the sourcing, the, the oak, the grain of the oak, mm -hmm. where the oak is coming from, and, uh, and uh, voilà, to produce one barrel, uh, to try to bring a, a nice complexity uh, to the aging of the wine of Jadot and today of the wine of, uh, of Resonance. So we use exactly the same barrel than, uh, than at the Maison Louis Jadot, uh, no difference. Same shape, same, same volume, same uh, uh, diversity of the wood. Uh, we, we work with different forests uh, and the age of the barrel that is important. Mm -hmm. voilà. So you were you were hired here when the, the the vineyard was here and really nothing else yet at that point. So tell me about uh, kind of figuring out the plan and, and kind of your role in figuring out the plan and coming up with these buildings and, and looking at the future for planting. What was your role and, and at what point did you did it kind of start coming into fruition? Hey there. Uh, that was important for me. I think to have the opportunity to arrive before the construction. And, and, and clearly, hein, when I arrive, we had nothing, <laughs> except the beautiful vineyard of Resonance Vineyard. But uh, I remember, so, so this is a, a true story, when, uh, when we arrived, so uh, in 17, you know, I took my, uh, my bike and uh, I go up, I went up, so at the top of the, of the hill of the testing room. And uh, we had a field of blackberries and thistle. And so I arrived with my bike <laughs> and I left the, the hill with my bike on the side because I had a lot of needles in the tires. Uh, but, but this is a good memory. And today when we see the result, when we see the beautiful uh, building of the testing room, you know, uh, wow, we say how much progress, you know, in just a few years. Um, so that was very valuable for me to discover the Willamette Valley and especially the property before to start, before to build, before to produce. Uh, this is very, very uh, interesting, you know, to, uh, voilà, to plant. Uh, when you see the, the very small uh, plant, the vine that you plant, and, and three years after, how big or vigorous is the plant. Wow, you say, it's a little bit a part of, uh, of your, uh, your work that, that uh, helped to do that. Mm -hmm. So um, this is very, very valuable. Et puis, uh, Et puis, bah, for me, that was a big change. You can hear my English today. Uh, well, it's more a French-glish than, than English, but when I arrived, you know, bon, uh, that was not so easy, you know. Uh, the first meeting that I had in the USA, at Resonance, that was a construction meeting. Bon, alors imagine, that was the guy of the construction uh, crew team uh, with the big bird, and, and they were discussing together. And I say, whoops, if it's like that, I will not understand a lot of things because they had an accent, you know, and they speak together about technical terms. And we know I am so happy. Voilà, I am able to understand. Uh, I am able to try to speak English. So, uh, no, that that was important for me because, of course, that then need. I needed time, you know, to voilà, to, to to make the transition between uh, between French and uh, uh, and English, between France and USA, or whether. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, 
in addition to what we are seeing, but I think the Willamette Valley, uh, to have a transition between a French lifestyle, especially a Burgundian lifestyle, you know, uh, where the quality of the life is so, is so good, uh, with the gastronomy, with the wine, with, uh, um, I think the Willamette Valley is really a great place, a great location in the USA to, uh, uh, bah voilà, to, uh, to live and especially to move from, uh, from France, from Burgundy. Uh, people are so welcoming, so friendly here that, that helped really. Uh, that was, uh, if I have something to, to keep from our moving, that was what? The, the, the help of the people when we arrive, you know, the, this, uh, this generosity, uh, this is very appreciated. Uh, this, is, uh, this is something that you know, that, uh, that gives you the motivation to, <laughs> to, uh, mm -hmm. uh, to stay. And, uh, and of course, the food and the wine in the valley too. So, uh, this is something, you know, for us that is important. So, uh, uh, no, so um, that was, that was uh, uh, finally that, uh, the first step uh, of, the, of the transition of the, the new uh, position, work, at Resonance, and of course, as the, the time to learn more about the, I say often the terroir, the somewhereness, but, but that means the, the climate, the geology, the, uh, the elevation, you know, the work, because we have, even if we try to, uh, to keep the, to use our experience of Burgundy, for example, for the cultivation, for the, for the vineyard uh, management, uh, you can't do exactly the same than in Burgundy. So uh, uh, that was very valuable for me voilà, to spend time in the vineyard, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, uh, to be with the worker in the vineyard, to, uh, to understand that, to, to have a good feedback about that too. Et puis, bah, to follow the construction, voilà, to, uh, et puis now, but to be a little bit the link <laughs> between Jadot, between the French team, and uh, what we are doing at Resonance. So uh, it's important for me to, uh, to speak French with the team of Resonance. Huh? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, voilà. So uh, this is, uh, this is uh, that. You talked about getting to know the vineyard as being one of the most important things. Tell me about your initial impressions of the terroir here and, and how you've seen it expressed so far. Ben, um, this is very interesting yeah, because um, it's, it's very different from the, the geology, for example, from the terroir we have in Burgundy. Huh? In Burgundy, if we think about the soil, if we think about the rock, we have a lot of limestone. Bon, different age, um, different color of the limestone due to the age, huh? uh, different mix with the clay too. Uh, depending where you are in the in the Côte de Bonne or Côte de Nuit, of course. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, in Burgundy, clearly, we are not so close to the ocean. So here, the influence of the ocean is very important, um, very uh, helpful sometimes, sometimes maybe less. But uh, but uh, this is a part of the terroir. Mm -hmm. huh? mm -hmm. uh, something that we don't know that uh, in, in Burgundy, clearly, we are far from the ocean. The climate is not the same, huh? uh, due to the, the influence of the ocean. In Burgundy, you know, um, the winter are often uh, cool, you know. Uh, uh, we have some snow, not, not too much, but we have. And, but but uh, I think if you compare the average of the temperature, it's really lower in, in Burgundy during the, during the, 
the winter uh, and the summer you know uh, different too huh? the, the continental climate that we have in uh, uh, in Burgundy here this is something we don't know uh, the, the result of that unfortunately uh, sometimes that means with the very warm day that we have in, in Burgundy during the summer uh, and the cool air that are coming from the north during the, 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 the summer evening uh, that can create some fight you know some storm sometime with hell uh, if we can uh, we can think about the, the result of that when when you see a, mm -hmm. a vineyard after the, the hailstorm you know it's so uh, it's so sad and so uh, uh, so dramatic you know but here this is something that we don't see uh, I have to say in general it's a little it's a little bit so more balanced here mm -hmm. uh, more soft uh, that means the winter are good good uh, if we think about the vegetation uh, maybe less about the human but that means uh, not too not too cold but but we have uh, really the temperature that that are helpful for the plant to to have uh, we say uh, a step of dormance that means to uh, for the, the soap to go down mm -hmm. and and, uh, and really to have a break for the plant for the vegetation um, a lot of water a lot of rain so that give really uh, the, 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 the water that the soil need, you know, especially with the clay that we have here, uh, that has the, the property to keep, to keep, to retain the water, this is very good. The spring, a little bit the same, you know, this is finally the transition, but a true uh, season, you know, between the winter and, and the summer. Sometimes a little bit humid than other, uh, and then the summer, uh, we can see currently, you know, very warm days, but and, and I think this is the key, the night are cooler mm -hmm. uh, and, and often bring the freshness, you know, uh, a good transition to the very warm days. So uh, that gives finally all, uh, all what the plant needs mm -hmm. to be strong and, and to be able to, uh, uh, to, to, uh, to give the whiteness to the fruit. So uh, uh, this is, uh, this is uh, very different. Um, Voilà, so, uh, so that clearly, just that to explain, and of course I forget some, uh, some elements, but the elevation, of course, the orientation, bon, the orientation, it's more similar. But uh, everything to say that, that finally, the, uh, if you check all the details of the terroir is different, except one important thing, the same grape variety. Uh, so finally, <laughs> even that, that, proves that, that gives the proof that even if the, the conditions are different, uh, the expression of the Pinot is interesting uh, because it's not so different. And what is interesting, you know, sometimes we have some, some similar expression uh, between the Pinot Noir in Burgundy and the Pinot Noir in, uh, in, uh, in the Willamette Valley. Mm -hmm. I read a very interesting article recently uh, that mentions uh, the daylight, you know, and uh, it's very interesting, but we have the same between the city of Bonn and the city of McMinnville, you know. Uh, so this is what the grapes need, you know, uh, what the plants. So we need, uh, and uh, of course the fruits, but to be to be ripe, mm -hmm. and and uh, and this is uh, uh, very very important, I think. So, alors, um, the work in the vineyard, of course, we uh, that was important for us to um, to use the techniques. Uh, of the Willamette Valley. That means not to say, okay, we want to do the same than in Burgundy. No, because it's different, you know. Uh, uh, 
uh, especially the density of plantation are not the same, so the equipment are not the same. Uh, the the area, the leaves area, mm -hmm. it's a little bit uh, bigger here, but this is due to the density, a little bit the same. The, the time uh, that you need to uh, to uh, to have the fruit swipe uh, between the moment of the bloom and the harvest, uh, but this is not the same average, the same number of days than in Burgundy. Bon, voilà, so mm -hmm. uh, some uh, some vineyard workers have already a very good experience about the Winamed Valley, mm -hmm. especially for us, uh, we decided to plant. So for the plantation, that was important mm -hmm. um, to uh, to work with uh, with the local specialist. Uh, finally, uh, to use the same density, the same uh, organization of the vineyard. However, uh, that was important to, to bring a part of our experience with the idea to mix, for example, the clone. Mm -hmm. Instead of speaking about one block with one clone, uh, one selection, you know, coming from one uh, plant uh, at the beginning, mm -hmm. eh bien, we, we, we think more about massal selection and, and we mix. So that means today, for example, if you look the hill of the testing room, yeah, this is a mix of Pomar, of Dijon, of Vedenville, of Coury, of uh, uh, different, uh, different uh, clone selection of, of, uh, of uh, Pinot Noir. In fact, to think more about the location, about the hillside, about the, the place uh, where we are, than about one clonal selection. So this is a little bit what we what we do often in Burgundy, uh, especially at Jado, you know, uh, voilà, the same, to think about the terroir. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so. so voilà, so this is typically what we are doing at Resonance. So uh, uh, the Willamette Valley is so important for us. So uh, we want to, we, we would like to reveal really this, uh, this potential, this, uh, this diversity, but using a part of, uh, of the techniques of the experience of Burgundy. And, and for me, now after a few years, you know, here, still, it's still the beginning for me, but I think really when you, when you look, when you see the geology, uh, you have the feeling of a big, big potential. So mm -hmm. I show you uh, when we arrive at the winery, the profile mm -hmm. of the soil that we have. So here, uh, I repeat, we are in Carlton, so on the western side of Carlton, you know, very close to the coast range. This is among the, the oldest marine sedimentary soil that we can, we can uh, see in the valley. Um, bon, it's difficult to, to speak about age, of course, but uh, allez, uh, about 40 uh, million years old, the, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the, the development of that, so the, 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 the rock and all the sediments at the top. Mm -hmm. And depending where you are on the property, uh, eh bien, this is not exactly the same sediment, this is not exactly the same color. Uh, that means so, uh, uh, the, the expression of the minerality, because this is that, uh, what is important will be not the same. Huh? Uh, when you see the woods going down and finally traveling in the past uh, with the geology, uh, <laughs> it's, it's very interesting to see that uh, the expression of that at Resonance Vineyard will be not the same than the hill that we have a, what, that we have here on, on the back, and it's only what uh, half mile between the both of the hills. So, uh, so this is interesting, and this is the sign ooh, of of a good terroir. Mm -hmm. Alors, of course, 
you don't have a lot of option uh, to reveal this terroir. But we have to plant, we have to produce, we have to make wine to, to see what will be a little bit the, uh, the, the, the complexity. Quoi. In Burgundy, you know the legend behind that. So, uh, of course, uh, it's not a new vineyard. Uh, centuries after centuries, people work hard uh, in, the, in the vineyard. And we say that where we are, where we can see today some Grand Cru appellation, we have the monk, uh, because they uh, worked a lot in the vineyard, you know, mm -hmm. to, uh, to, uh, to clean up the, the hill, mm -hmm. to plant and, and then to produce the wine. But we say that they, they tested the earth, you know, to, 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 uh, with their experience to, uh, to have the feeling of a great location or not. Mm -hmm. So, uh, bon, maybe this is only a legend, but that explains that you, voilà, it's not magic. You, you can't just, okay, I will plant here and, uh, and I will produce the best wine uh, uh, wherever you can be. But, but, but uh, no, <laughs> it's not so easy, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this is very important. Et puis, uh, it's normal, you know, uh, voilà. So this is really what, what we are doing. Uh, we plant. We plan to continue to, uh, to, to, to learn about that and to, uh, to have a better understanding about this geology, this complexity. Uh, same, we, we have the chance to own a small vineyard in Dundee Hills, hein, Découverte Vineyard. Découverte means discovery, because for us that was a, a great revelation too. And, uh, and then the soil is totally different, so 10 miles hein, from, mm -hmm. from the winery, découvert de vineyard, the joey soil, the, the, the well-known joey soil, so uh, volcanic soil, younger, really younger than the marine sediments, mm -hmm. red color, you know, uh, uh, with the big boulders, you know, of basalt, so uh, that give a very, very different expression of the Pinot Noir, mm -hmm. even if we are so close. And, and bon, this is only two vineyards, alors, uh, of course, some wineries have I've already planted a lot and uh, have a better uh, knowledge than us about that, about this, uh, this complexity. But for us, it's interesting to do that too. Uh, of course, we use the experience of the other winery here to, uh, to, to, uh, bah voilà, to continue to, uh, to develop our project. But, but uh, it's important for us to do that on the property, to, uh, to try to plant and to, to see soon what will be the result because uh, this year, 2020, will be the first year of the, of the production of the new plantation uh, on the property. So, uh, very, very exciting uh, vintage for us, even if this is maybe not the, the easiest uh, year, you know, but uh, voilà. So. <laughs> what have been your impressions so far of the wines you've, you've made with the sites here? What, what have been your impressions of the expression and, and what do you see happening to them in the future? Alors, um, clearly I told you, uh, if, and this is really not our goal, but it's difficult to, to make comparison, for example, with, uh, with the Pinot Noir here and the Pinot Noir Adjado. Uh, both have great expression, but different. Mm -hmm. Here, often, uh, we, can, we can have a, a very expressive wine from the beginning, you know, from the first uh, month, it's already very, very open, very mm -hmm. expressive. I think this is due to the geology, you know, to the, to the young uh, soil, or young. <laughs> uh, when I compare with Burgundy, mm -hmm. uh, the degradation of the rock, finally, the, Jacques will say the vibration of that, but uh, uh, yes, that give, uh, that give a certain, wow, 
uh, energy. And uh, well, I'm always surprised, you know, when, when you smell the wine, uh, when they are so young, you open a bottle after a few months of bottling, wow, the, it's like you are, uh, you are smelling a fresh basket of fruit. Um, and this is a little bit original. This is different, I think, from our Pinot uh, uh, of Burgundy, you know, uh, of Côte de Bonne and Côte de Nuit, of Jadot. Uh, it's a little bit more less open, less so explosive, less uh, expressive like that. Um, maybe more complex sometimes in Burgundy, but we need the time, you know, to revisit. It's, it's like uh, something that will arrive, you know, but mm -hmm. not, uh, not, not ready, very elegant, you know, very complex, but we need time. Here, this is very interesting because it's expressive, uh, but you have the potential of aging. Uh, you, can, you can be patient. And that will uh, that will reveal some nuance, some uh, some aromas that will arrive later. So uh, this is maybe the main difference, knowing that we use the same method, you know, the same winemaking huh, uh, for for the wine. So uh, mm. this is very interesting, you know, uh, very very interesting. And puis ben, in the future, well, I, I think in the future. Uh, what will happen in the Willamette Valley? But we will continue uh, to reveal the, 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 the expression of some special location, some unique location, some unique terroir, some awareness as we want. Uh, and, and maybe, uh, I am not sure, but I think, to continue to create some AVAs. Uh, mm -hmm. This is uh, what we did in Burgundy. In Burgundy uh, sorry. So in Burgundy, it's, it's a little bit more an AVA because we speak about appellation. So mm -hmm. uh, we speak about uh, a geographic location, but uh, we speak about yield, we speak about uh, condition of production. We speak, well, voilà. um, here, it's, it's, it's a geographic delimitation due to something unique. Mm -hmm. uh, if we are in Yami Carlton, eh bien, we are not in Dundee's. Voilà. Uh, but uh, that, that will continue. Uh, that, that will be more, if you look the map today, Uh, this map is very beautiful uh, of, of the Willamette Valley, but I am sure we'll have more color, uh, more classification in the future, or maybe not a classification like, like in Burgundy. I don't think uh, we need that. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, but uh, this is a, uh, the reflection of the winemaking community, but maybe not the same model than in Burgundy with Premier Cru and Grand Cru, but sure, and this is, I think, the best way to follow to think about, again, I repeat often the same word, but about the location, about the, the place uh, where we have planted, mm -hmm. um, because that makes sense. Quoi. So, uh, voilà. so this, is, uh, this is for me the future. After, um, we can see today uh, a focus of the Willamette Valley on Pinot Noir and Chardonnay more and more. That makes sense too uh, for me uh, when you see the the, the minerality uh, of the location that will work very well for Chardonnay maybe not everywhere but most part of the location if you select that will uh, that will work of course uh, but this is exactly the same in in Burgundy uh, the influence of the weather mm -hmm. ah, bon do we have to speak about global global warming uh, I think something is changing, you know, uh, uh, but, uh, but what will be the, the impact for the production, for the condition of production, so 
we don't know, you know, uh, maybe we'll have to, uh, to make some, uh, some change to adapt ourselves to, the, to, the, to that. Uh, but bah, voilà, this is a part of the, mm -hmm. of the job. So uh, we will follow that with attention. You know, today we are the 20th of August, uh, August 20th, 2020. This is the first day of harvest in Burgundy at Jado. Uh, <laughs> this is, I think, we have to check in the, in the past, you know, maybe in the 19th century to or beginning of 20th century to see. But this is, if it's not the earliest, this is really uh, one of the earliest. So, uh, uh, the weather, uh, the influence of the weather, to toute façon, uh, uh, is important, uh, clearly. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Amazing. I'm curious, um, before you came to Oregon, sort of what your impressions were of Oregon's wine industry, and then kind of what your initial impressions were as you got here, as you started meeting other winemakers, other farmers around here. Alors, uh, that I will say, <laughs> you will say it's crazy, but uh, I didn't test a lot of uh, wine of the Willamette Valley before. Mm -hmm. uh, to be very transparent honest with you, it's not so easy in France today to test wine of the Willamette Valley. Or it's a little bit easier now because uh, some French wineries, you know, uh, are producing here, uh, of course, uh, uh, bon, résonance, but uh, Maison, uh, the Maison Joseph Drouin that started in the 80s, you know, uh, now we have um, uh, Jean-Nicolas Méo with Nicolas J, mm -hmm. uh, Louis-Michel Ligé-Beller with Chapter 24, of course Lingua Franca uh, with the partnership uh, between Larry Stone and Dominique Lafont. Bon, voilà, some, some, uh, some winery, I hope I, I am not... Uh, Forgetting some, but it's most of them. Bah ouais, bon, bon, and more and more. But uh, so that give uh, more visibility, I think, in France uh, to the to the wine of the Willamette Valley, uh, year after year. But the reputation of the quality of the, the Pinot Noir in the Willamette Valley is uh, is more important. Uh, but but uh, it's still not so easy uh, to test wine. So I had the opportunity to test some wine with the Maison Louis Shadow, but, but not a, and uh, and uh, what I tested that was very interesting. You know, again different different expression of the of the of the Pinot in Burgundy. Difficult to say better or not. Uh, different, voilà. Uh, uh, but very interesting. Very. Uh, um, interesting to to uh, bah voilà to discover that to discover a little bit this region um, and uh, and you know uh, uh, I didn't know before I I have never uh, visited the Willamette Valley before to move oh, so this is uh, this is uh, between us but but uh, <laughs> we had the opportunity to come with my wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, because uh, Pierre-Henri Gagé and Thibaut proposed me. He said, if you want to, to, uh, to visit, well, you can spend two weeks and, uh, bon, so why not? That can be important. That will be a big change for us. So, and we check. And we check, you know, uh, uh, on internet, you know, what is, uh, uh, what is the Willamette Valley. Bon, we saw some beautiful photos, but, but some feedback of travelers too, of uh, visitors. It's rainy uh, in the Willamette Valley. So uh, uh, we said, I told my wife, I said, what we will think about the Willamette Valley if we visit 
<laughs> the Willamette Valley during two weeks and it's just rain, rain and rain. So finally say okay, that will be an adventure for us too. Uh, but uh, and we arrive and we arrive in uh, August 17. It was you know, last like last weekend more than 100 Fahrenheit. Uh, and we didn't see rain before uh, I think November 2017. <laughs> so uh, so voilà, no, uh, voilà, this is just uh, an anecdote, but um, but uh, very very important for us, of course. Um, what about um, uh, what about um, uh, the the uh, the, the, what you say, the, the future... Uh, of Impressions the, of, of Oregon wine as you've tasted it, as you've been here, right, as you've tasted other, other, people's, uh, other people's wines. Uh, that, that was for me uh, very, very interesting because in fact I, I, I realized uh, that a lot of wineries, you know, uh, are present in the Willamette Valley uh, with all of them, some bigger than others, some very small, but with this passion, you know, uh, for the wine, for the production of the wine, and, and with uh, with very interesting uh, expression of the Pinot Noir, especially. Alors, uh, that that this is interesting because uh, most part of the time the winery, you know, they are in one aviary, uh, and so bah, uh, if they work in Chalem Mountain, they produce grapes from Chalem Mountain. Well, now we we start to see some. Uh, uh, some extension of that, they produce other IVA, but we have some specialists of some uh, location, terroir, you know, Chalem, uh, Yola Amiti, uh, Dundee, of course, and, uh, and all this, uh, this diversity of the Pinot Noir that, that uh, we say, uh, can say, aiguiser mon appétit, that means uh, uh, boost my curiosity, you know, uh, <laughs> about uh, why so uh, big diversity about Pinot Noir in just a very small region like that. Uh, if I think about the northern side of, uh, of the Willamette Valley, you know, and uh, but oui, et puis when you visit, you can see the hillside, you can see the, uh, the impact of the, the Van Duzer corridor, for example, uh, of the, the geology, we spoke about that, of the of the, the, the temperature, the exposure, but oui, uh, that, that explains that uh, it's, it's very complex. But what I, I will keep, you know, uh, sorry, I will keep uh, uh, about my first, you know, uh, arrival, my, my first uh, tasting in the Willamette Valley, that was uh, uh, voilà, the, the curiosity of the winemaker, of the of the wine community, finally. All these, uh, you know, these different experiences, these different uh, uh, origins uh, to produce today uh, the same grape varieties here, uh, I think this is a richness, you know, because, bah, voilà, step by step, you bring uh, more experience. Uh, bon, alors, me, uh, I'm bringing something from Burgundy. Maybe, maybe it, it's not. It's just a small, uh, a small uh, stone, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, on the pyramid. But, but uh, I think this is the richness of the Willamette Valley. All these, uh, these different, uh, uh, voilà, experience of winemaking, mm -hmm. um, and and bah, you keep just the best part of of these experiences uh, to try to reveal. Uh, again, uh, the, the, the potential, uh, the diversity of, of, the, of the Willamette Valley. So, uh, uh, something that 
for example, I appreciated a lot when, when I arrived. Uh, we have some events, some technical events, uh, between the winemakers, you know. Uh, uh, you bring your bottle, your samples, up, and during one day, uh, you share your, uh, your experiences about one vintage with all the other winemakers. And most part of them are here. So this is, uh, this is something very unique, not to, not to try to say, but we, he's better than him. Mm -hmm. No, this is not that. And uh, this is just to say, tiens, voilà, this is what I did uh, during this vintage because uh, moi, uh, in this location, I had this, uh, this is pressure, you know, I had this uh, impact of the frost, I had this. Et puis, uh, during the winemaking, I did that. Bah, this is very valuable, you know. And without bad judgment, you know, again, mm -hmm. this is just to, to go together on uh, just one direction, mm -hmm. uh, the best direction, finally, the, the idea to, to try to produce uh, uh, a good wine. So, uh, mm -hmm. that for me, this is, uh, yes, I say the richness, but the, 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 the powerful uh, spirit of, of the Willamette Valley today. So, uh, One thing you mentioned earlier that I found interesting, you talked about kind of the, the stress the stress of the job, especially when it comes time to make decisions. One of the things we've heard a lot about the difference between making wine in France and making wine in Oregon is the amount of decisions you, you get to make. Uh, I'm curious about learning sort of to make wine without the restriction that there is in, in Burgundy and, if, and what advantages and disadvantages that has for you as a winemaker. Um, you know, uh, this, is, uh, this is interesting because um, because sometimes, uh, when you have to follow too much rules, uh, bon, that give, and this is the idea of the appellation in Burgundy, this is, uh, we say, a gage de qualité. That means uh, uh, you are sure that you, are, you will have a certain quality. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes, too much rules, <laughs> we say kill the rule. Uh, especially with, uh, with what is happening, you know, with uh, mm -hmm. some, uh, some change about the, the weather, the season, the growing season. Bon, uh, that can finally make sense, you know, uh, uh, to try some other option sometimes. Uh, not to do, uh, not to make a mistake, just to try, just to see what will be the result about that. So um, here, uh, finally, what is, what is the logic behind that? It's to try to produce the best wine. Uh, and, and finally, to do that, to, to, uh, to, uh, to reach this goal, but to have not a lot of rules. <laughs> this is finally the, the conception of two worlds, uh, uh, the USA and, and, uh, and France today. Uh, but but uh, no, for a winemaker, uh, this is very interesting to, to be able to try. Uh, parce que when you try, uh, you can you can have your uh, uh, your own feedback. That means it's good or it's not good, or sometimes it's not too bad. <laughs> uh, why not to try again next year and to see, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and puis after a few years, if you think that finally uh, this is better to do that, uh, why not to do? Uh, but I I mean, in the future maybe. Uh, Willamette Valley, and not only Willamette Valley, but, but uh, that can be uh, a little bit crazy to imagine that maybe we can impact, you know, uh, some change in Burgundy, mm -hmm. why not? With, with some approach about Pinot Noir, some new technique, some new, uh, uh, je sais pas moi, uh, not winemaking, parce que uh, it's, not, it's not so big change, but voilà, some new approach. 
that can maybe helpful for the future in other regions, you know. So, no, I think, I think this is interesting. Yeah. This is interesting. At the same time, voilà, uh, as I told you, it's not magic. Uh, you, to make wine, you need the grapes. And so uh, the key is really to have uh, the best grapes possible. Uh, I say often, uh, when, when, uh, when I discuss with, uh, with people or journalists, or it's not very important, you can be the best winemaker in the world if, uh, if you don't have beautiful grapes. Right. Maybe you will do something uh, not too bad, but, but you will not make a great wine. Mm -hmm. So really, this is the key, to, to have the best grapes possible. Alors, to do that here, for example, we are certified organic, you know, we, we not irrigate because for us we think that, uh, that uh, the idea to, uh, to keep the, the main woods, uh, to, uh, same, to, to contrain these woods, to go down, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, to look for the minerality, the water, the, the, the past, finally, to travel in the past in the geology, uh, in the different geology levels, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And it's really better than to see some uh, roots at the surface where the soil is less complex. So, alors voilà, to do that with yield, bon, bon. Uh, this is a true job, quoi. Uh, this is not just, uh, allez, during a few months, uh, Uh, eight months, we'll do the minimum, and then we'll see, uh, then we'll do our best uh, using a lot of techniques, a lot of uh, uh, products, you know, to make wine. But no, finally, this is, this is the opposite. Uh, during one season, uh, from March, April to uh, September, October, we need uh, a lot of effort, a lot of work uh, to produce Uh, a beautiful fruit, a beautiful grapes, uh, and then at the winery, uh, not to say we do nothing, of course, but it's really easier, you know, when you have a perfect uh, fruit, mm -hmm. uh, it's easier and, uh, and better to make wine with, uh, with that. So, oh, uh, it, it's really easy for me to say that. Uh, sometimes we try to do our best and, and the result is not what we expect huh? uh, uh, because uh, we work with, the, uh, with uh, mother nature, you know, uh, bon, voilà. and, uh, but, but this is interesting also to do that because we, we are very humble uh, with that and, uh, and uh, we learn. Again, every vintage is different, so, um, so we learn every year. But voilà, this is a little bit of Uh, our approach, my approach about that too. So, uh, yep. Yep. You talked earlier about how this is Maison Jadot's first, first venture outside of Burgundy in 170 years, 160 years. Uh, I'm curious if that adds any, any pressure to your job. Did you feel that you, were, that you, you had extra pressure to make this thing succeed uh, internally or externally? And, and how is it, is it, has it manifested so far for you? No, yes, uh, of course. Uh, I'm aware that, <laughs> that this is a big project for the Maison Jadot, huh? because uh, uh, behind resonance, this is Maison Louis Jadot. But if I am here today, clearly, this is because the Maison Louis Jadot proposed me to come. And because Jadot is here to, to drive, to manage, to... Uh, to, to uh, Uh, oui, to, uh, to be, uh, to be uh, a part of this project. Mm -hmm. Without Jadot, 
uh, I, w I will be in Burgundy. Clearly, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, that was not my, uh, my, uh, my goal to move and, and to come in the Willamette Valley. However, I'm very happy to be here because, uh, because the Willamette Valley, as I told you, as I explained, it's, it's, this is something uh, uh, so beautiful and, uh, and the quality of life that is so high mm -hmm. uh, that, that it's, it's, uh, it's great and, and the project, of course. But, um, but without Jado, uh, clearly, resonance will be not the same. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, um, clearly, uh, I don't come every morning uh, at the winery, uh, thinking, oof, uh, I have to make the best one, I have to, to uh, of course, I try to do my best, ah, c'est vrai, uh, but, but <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this is normal. Uh, non, because, uh, because this is the philosophy of Jado. Uh, and the same, when, when you have, uh, when you uh, follow your philosophy, that means to, uh, to, to spend more time in the vineyard, finally, uh, Uh, to understand the season, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the, the key of the vintage, uh, than to be in your office at the winery or in the cellar. Bon, but but uh, this is important. And, and finally, that helps you. Mm -hmm. when, when this is a month of the harvest that you have to take the decision to cut, if you, uh, you, uh, you remember what happened during the season and you, you track a little bit the maturity of the wine with, it, with attention. Mm -hmm. But this is our job. We have some reference, you know, uh, uh, about uh, the balance between the sugar and the acidity, you know, about the, the ripeness of the berries. Of, uh, bon, ben voilà. Et puis, uh, and this is finally the most important. Well, I am just a member of the team of Resonance, you know. Um, bon. Of course, my job is important because, uh, because the goal is to, to make the wine. But I have uh, my assistant with me uh, who is doing that. And we have the team at Resonance that, that help too. Um, and of course, the team of Jado. Mm -hmm. Parce que, um, I was not the first, you know, uh, Jacques Lardier was the first. And he's still with us. Huh? Uh, Jacques today is, uh, it's difficult to give a title to Jacques, but, but he's a little bit our consultant winemaker. If you want. It was impossible for him to imagine to move with his family huh? after uh, all his effort, uh, his life in Burgundy, but voilà, to, 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 to move here. No, but, but he's, uh, he's with us when he's able to traveling, uh, to travel, sorry. of course, but, but um, And, uh, and Jacques for the techniques, but Thibaut, Gaget, Pierre-Henri, uh, we test together often, you know, we exchange uh, every week, hein, uh, if it's not more, about, about resonance, about uh, what we do, about the, the different projects that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, this is important, why well, I spend time uh, on the market too, with uh, Coburn, uh, with our different distributors, but to uh, Uh, to do the same that we are doing, you know, uh, maybe a little bit shorter, parce que, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, to speak about uh, the project of resonance, to, uh, to explain why, why we are here today, finally, why we are uh, making uh, wine with Pinot Noir and Chardonnay in the Willamette Valley. Uh, so, so this is exciting, you know, this is very interesting. Yeah. What, what will determine if this is, if you're successful? What's, what's the measure for success here? To, to, stay, uh, to stay the same, you know, to continue to, uh, to follow our, our philosophy at Jado, mm -hmm. uh, to think about the terroir, 
at first, uh, to stay humble, to continue to, to learn uh, about, uh, about Pinot Noir and Chardonnay in the Valley. Et puis, et puis that will work, you know. Uh, uh, voilà, alors, I hope uh, that we will, uh, we will uh, uh, be able to, to produce very good wine. Uh, with the new plantation, uh, this is a, a very important step for us, mm -hmm. uh, to, uh, to have the expression of new location, new hillside uh, that we planted, new terroir, new somewhereness. Voilà, mm -hmm. ça, this is, this is really uh, uh, exciting for us hein, to, to, to make the wine with this new, uh, mm -hmm. uh, from this new vineyard. Uh, mm -hmm. Et puis, bah, voilà, to continue to, uh, Uh, to have the link with Jado, uh, 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 et puis et puis ben bah, we will see, uh, we will see what I told you. Uh, what is important for us, uh, and this is the same for all the team of Resonance. It's because we are aware that we are writing the first page of the story of Resonance, and uh, with, in tout cas for me, uh, the feeling that. The book would be big, you know. Uh, <laughs> voilà. And, and ça, c'est. This is. A, this is. A, uh, voilà. Moi, I am very proud uh, to be. Uh, to be. Uh, uh, bah, one of the guys who, who write uh, this page. Voilà. Mm -hmm. uh, but I repeat, uh, resonance, this is a team. Mm -hmm. and, and from the beginning, it's like that. And uh, I think if we are success, successful one day, That will be the result of the team, and not only of uh, of one people or only two people. Mm -hmm. uh, well, of course, we have some great people that help us, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like Jacques, like uh, uh, Pierre Henri, Thibault, uh, some other people who help us uh, because they have a great experience, you know, and, and that help us, you know, uh, uh, when when you have the the feeling of Pierre Henri about the business. Voilà, you understand that you know where you, you are going, you know. When you speak about wine with Jacques, ça va. You, you understand, you know, uh, you know that the experience of Jacques helps you. Uh, bon, bah, this is very valuable, I think. Uh, but, uh, but clearly, this is, voilà, the beginning. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, uh, this is uh, the, the roots of the project. Mm -hmm. voilà. mm -hmm. You mentioned... Uh, COVID and its effects, obviously, with your project just getting started. You, you mentioned off camera this was kind of the launch year for you. They kind of got interrupted. So tell us kind of about the, the impacts of COVID and the pandemic on your wine life and, your, and the project here and, and where you see what you see happening next as you come out of it. Bon, but you know, uh, finally, if we keep a positive thing in these, uh, in these crises, that we were all infected, we say confronted in French, all the countries had the same issue, you know, uh, mm -hmm. in France, in USA, bon, bah, we had to work with that. That was strange, you know, uh, my remember uh, in March, you know, when we had to, to take the decision to close the testing room, it's not possible, that will be just for a few days, allez, and then a few weeks, and then a few months, bon, uh, bon, all weather. Um, voilà, this is, a, this is a crisis, this is a sanitary crisis, like you can see a lot in the, in the history of the humanity, you know, of the human people. So, 
Eva, uh, we are enough smart and, and strong to, uh, to continue and uh, I don't speak about resonance, I speak about uh, mm -hmm. the world, but uh, um, this is, a, I hope we learn about that, mm -hmm. uh, that, that uh, uh, will help us to be maybe more vigilant. Uh, bon, clearly, Uh, when you think about the, the business, about the economy, uh, yeah, it's less uh, pleasant. Huh? Uh, this is the, the, the bad part of the fact. Uh, of course, the people who are sick, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, too much. But the impact on the economy too, uh, especially uh, the restaurant, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the food and beverage industry. Huh? Uh, so we were directly impacted by that. By chance, in Oregon, um, the wine was uh, recognized like essential work. So we were able to work at the winery. Uh, that was really one of our concerns, you know, uh, what we will do if we have to close the winery and, and no more job, you know, uh, we have to take care of our barrel. Of, uh, bon, uh, we had just to postpone a bottling operation of one month. So no impact on, on the wine, clearly, um, so that was okay. Now, uh, we know that the, the pressure of this uh, virus is still high, so clearly the, the harvest <laughs> will be a little bit different this year. Huh? We'll, uh, we'll wear our mask, uh, we will uh, we'll have some uh, special protocol, you know, uh, but voilà, to try to, to be able to work Uh, safe, you know, in, in safe condition for workers, parce uh, que this is important, mm -hmm. because this is important, so we, uh, uh, sometimes I have a French word that arrives like that, but bon. Um, <laughs> the chance that we have here at Resonance, we are small. Uh, this is a small winery, so that will be easier for us to manage, but for a big winery, uh, Uh, today, uh, it's a challenge. Hein? Mm -hmm. uh, so, bon, bah voilà, we will. Uh, uh, I think and I hope uh, next year that will be a bad memory. And, and uh, in few years, we, uh, you remember 2020, uh, <laughs> the bazaar of 2020. Uh, non, voilà. Um, uh, moi, just what we hope, c'est uh, bah, we, will, we will not need a second uh, stay at home or shelter in place, you know, mm -hmm. parce que uh, bon, for the business, that will be not helpful. Uh, of course, uh, the same at the winery, the safety of our visitors and of course of our team is very important. But I think now, you know, uh, uh, we have some good reflex, like uh, we wear the mask, you know, we try to keep some good distance. Bon, uh, and we have to continue to, to work and, and to live like that. So uh, clearly for the 2019 vintage, no, mm, no, that will, uh, that will not impact uh, the wine because we were able to rack when it was the moment to rack. Mm -hmm. um, it was okay. Uh, bon, I hope uh, we'll be able to bottle in good condition in 2021 uh, because uh, that will be that. For the harvest, bon, we'll see, I touch wood. I hope everything will be okay, but as I told you, if, if we are vigilant, there is no reason that, uh, that, uh, that will be a problem. Uh, non, voilà, bon, uh, in addition to the, to the COVID, uh, 2020 will be a year that we will uh, remember uh, for the, the season, too, the growing season, huh? because uh, here in the Willamette Valley, we had uh, really a cool 
month of June mm -hmm. that didn't help uh, for the bloom, you know, uh, for the flowing uh, step. Uh, we lost some, uh, some uh, fruits, huh? clearly uh, we had some uh, coulure. Uh, but, bon, uh, voilà, this is like that, this is not the first time, you know, that happened. But in addition to the, to the COVID, uh, now we had uh, the, 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 the peak of heat, you know, uh, uh, the weather that uh, maybe will not help uh, due to the evaporation, you know, uh, of the fruit. Uh, we start to see some fire around, you know, uh, bon, uh, Sam, I touch wood, I hope uh, that will not impact too much uh, the vintage. Mm -hmm. Bon, voilà, in Burgundy, uh, one of the earliest uh, vintage, you know, uh, we have never seen. So, uh, uh, bon, early vintage normally is synonym of quality. Bon, I hope that will be, uh, that will be that. Here, I don't want to speak too quickly, but, but, um, all the light are greens to make uh, uh, a good vintage. So uh, I think we'll keep that, you know, better than all the, all the difficulties that we, we had during, the, during this year. Voilà. We can only hope. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you, you mentioned this sort of being, like you say, that you're the author of the first page, one of the authors of the first page of the Resonance story. Resonance story. Tell me what you see as you look ahead for yourself and for the project here. That means, sorry. What do you what do you see as you look ahead in the future for yourself and for the future of Resonance? Moi, for me, uh, clearly, uh, to continue to, to be the winemaker of Resonance, huh? uh, maybe to have the opportunity to, to plant more vines, mm -hmm. uh, to continue to try to uh, to produce uh, Pinot Noir that express, you know, a awareness. Uh, and and Epiba, with more uh, with more knowledge about that, uh, maybe the idea inside our property to select the best the best block. But we have already some idea with resonance, but I'm sure that will be the same with the new plantation. Voilà, to uh, to 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 continue to uh, to dedicate the maximum of attention to the details to mm -hmm. to reveal the to reveal sorry, the. Uh, the, the, the complexity of, uh, of our terroir. Uh, uh, yes, this is a little bit that uh, that uh, that uh, I expect in the next few years. Then, to be to be frank, I don't know. Uh, maybe one day to have a, a great winery uh, to be uh, to be. Uh, one of the of the good producer of Pinot Noir here in the valley uh, to continue to work with Jadot. Uh, I hope Resonance will uh, will continue to have this strong link with the Maison Louis Jadot. Bon, of course, uh, we are French, uh, uh, so uh, bon, I hope that will be not an issue for me. You know, uh, uh, one day to have to to change our plan because because. Uh, uh, I am not a U.S. citizen, but bon, we have some techniques to uh, to uh, uh, to be able to continue to work here. So, but this is a part of the project too. Hein. Mm -hmm. uh, voilà. But uh, no, moi, if I think about the future, uh, bah voilà, one day maybe to have to increase the size of the winery, mm -hmm. uh, to increase the size of the tasting room, you know, uh, to have more wine. 
Uh, you know, the portfolio of resonance that can be a little bit bigger, range of wine, uh, but keeping uh, the priority, the focus on Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, this is, uh, this is important. Mm -hmm. Well, why not one day some gamay? Why not? Uh, uh, you know what, uh, what is interesting when we arrive? So my wife uh, uh, grew up in Maconnet, exactly like me. Uh, uh, we came from the same region. And, uh, and when we arrived, we saw the Coast Range. And uh, we thought, both of us, we thought about the hillside of Maconnet and Beaujolais, where we grew up. This is very similar. And, um, and bah, finally, we are a little bit like at home. So uh, this is great. You know, <laughs> I have the chance to live on the property. Uh, so uh, you, you, you saw a little bit that. You, you visit the the property, so the, the beauty of the of the area huh, with the, the, the coast range, hills, uh, voila, all these big oak trees, is a, well, there is something, uh, mm -hmm. there is something special. So. I hope that the Willamette Valley, you know, will, uh, will stay like that. Um, that will keep this soul, this, um, this uh, quality, about the environment, you know, uh, and really the expression of something uh, still, um, we say, preserved, you know, not too, too developed, not too, uh, too industrial a little bit, you know. So, bon, of course, I hope we'll see more vineyards, but planting vineyards uh, with the respect of the environment, you know, of the, of the valley, quoi. So that, that, will be, uh, that will be great. Et puis the same continue to see some facilities uh, like we, we can see in the valley, uh, not too big, in connection with the, with the spirit of the valley, that, that, will, that will make the difference for the Willamette Valley. That's all the questions that I have for you. Is there anything I didn't ask that I should have, anything we didn't cover here today that we should have covered? I think we, we did a big tour of, a virtual tour of Resident Evil <laughs> because this is a actuality. Now we have to, to do some virtual tour. So, uh, no, 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 I think that was perfect. Thank you very much uh, for all your questions. And uh, Emily, no, uh, no more. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time and your stories. And, and your, your time. <laughs> your time. <laughs> our time, our, our time together. Ouais, vrai. Thank, thank you, and we're going to let you off the hook. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Oregon Wine History Archive podcast. And thank you to all the supporters, partners, donors, and interviewees who have made our project a success. Be sure to check out our website at OregonWineHistoryArchive.org for more interviews, plus photographs, wine labels, and more. And stay tuned for more interviews as we tell the story of Oregon wine. The Oregon Wine History Archive podcast is brought to you by the Oregon Wine History Archive at Linfield University. The executive producer is Kiana Anderson. Producers are Rich Schmidt, Rachel Woody, Stephanie Hoffman, and Camille Weber. Special thanks to all the Linfield Archive students who have assisted on our oral history interviews.